Hey, welcome back to the show where I'm joined uh, by Tom Fitzgerald. Tom is an author who hails from Askeaton in County Limerick. He's penned a number of books and I'm delighted to say since Tudor this morning. Tom, uh, very good morning to you. Thanks, Helen. Thanks for having me. Um, we'll get to the books you have written and which have received um, quite a bit of praise. Uh, Underbelly and the Truth About Lies. Are are you relatively new to the to the right to the writing game, or is this something you've been at for some time? Um, I've been at it since I was in my twenties. Um, so I actually did a writing course in my twenties. It would have been a correspondence course of the time, and unfortunately, life didn't allow me to continue the way I was going. So I had to uh, change track. And later, then in my thirties, I think when my kids were born and that. I started um, writing again. I was making up stories for the kids. And after that, then, it, it just kind of, it wouldn't leave me alone. It, um, I had no choice but to write. So um, I used to wake in the middle of the night writing stories and I'd That's wake up and <laughs> I'd be writing in the corner of newspapers, in the corner of fag boxes, anything I couldn't find, get my hands on, I'd write. Well, isn't that a wonderful position to be in, that you're overflowing with creativity and ideas, even in a period in your life where you weren't able to write books? Uh, it is, yeah, but it's, it's, you know, you're not sure what's happening really. And um, uh, it's, it's, it's you're, you're thinking, this can't be real, you know, and, and why me or whatever. Um, so the the first book I actually ever wrote was I woke up in the middle of the night and I just lined out 27 chapters and I wrote a kid's book after that and that was the first book I wrote and like I said that just flow, flowed for me I actually sent that one away in 2000 to a very well known publisher of the time and they liked it and they actually they said that they'd love to see what I could do with actual humans as opposed to animals. So it's taken me 23 years after this to actually write about humans. So that's the result of um, and these two books are a result of that. Okay, so writing about <coughs> humans, the, the ideas were flowing to you clearly, the creative tap. Uh, whether you wanted to turn it off or not, couldn't be turned off. Yeah. In terms of writing about humans, did did it take uh, was that a much more difficult process to write a story because the, these are quite le- quite lengthy books um, but it has worked out for you because the, as I say the stories are um, they're receiving critical acclaim yeah um, the first of which is was Underbelly yeah yeah. Um, they were actually one book um, initially and I was writing just there was no end to the writing and I was coming up with ideas left, right and centre um, and those books would have been started um, maybe six or seven years ago and eventually I said, look, this is um, this book is going to be going on forever so I just stopped and I left it be for a while and I came back then and um, I realised then I had two books in there so I split the books and when Covid came um, I was out of work and like a lot of other people and I actually had a chance to sit down and concentrate on getting one of the books um, up to where I needed to send it to a publisher. Okay, like um, so many creative people you turned that period of isolation and COVID to your advantage. Yeah, yeah, definitely and um, I had been involved with Limerick Writers Centre then um, actually that was one of the things that actually really brought me back into the writing as well as everything else. I got involved in a creative writing course for older people, as it was titled, um, and it covered a multitude of things. And that was a shot in the air. I mean, it just rejuvenates um, the, the, the writing in you and it makes you realise, like, did you actually 
you can actually still do it. So I turned to the books and then COVID came, like I say, and I was um, I, I was left with no choice but to put my time into that. Then. Well, it's um, a time well used and let's deal with Underbelly first because the cover is... Uh, pretty ominous. It's a, It's almost like something from the Blair Witch Project. A very d- <laughs> d- dark, misty woods. The kind of woods which says do not enter here if you value your life. Uh, just to give people a little idea of the story. A teenage boy witnesses a physical attack on an elderly man in a local wood and is immediately threatened by a menacing stranger to keep what he saw a secret to ensure his father's safety. A few days later unknown to the public at large the corpse of a supposedly penniless drunk disappears from his coffin when reposing in a secluded rural church. Uh, very dark and uh, almost crime, crime fiction or mystery? Yeah, or it would be crime fiction, yeah. Um, the man that launched it would be Gabriel Fitzmaurice, who would be well known um, in poetry circles and writing circles in general. And Gabriel said it had echoes of Valley of Disquented Windows and play by the Western world. I'm sure you loved hearing that. I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> Who wouldn't? Um, and he congratulated me um, and he said he loved the fact, the, sh- the short chapters, he said he loved it. He read it in three sittings, he said, which was a rarity for him. So that was a huge boost for me. And after that, the, the, the plot has got stronger and stronger. And, and I'm not just saying that, but um, I, I did. I got great compliments on it. And... Um, it is a dark book and people have said it's very dark but it's very it's very real and a lot of the issues in it actually like you said the book is that was started 10 years ago under a different or 6 or 7 years ago under a different name and a lot of the things in it actually have come to fruition in, in life in general oh. um, I, I don't want to give too much away but there's an, an issue there with, um, with a community um, sports centre and changing rooms etc and there would have been cameras used and that's happened. Um, there are a few other things as well in there um, that have happened. Um, I've, heard like of art, say, I've, I've heard of art imitating life, not life imitating art. Yeah, well, that's that's basically what the way it's happened. And and um, it's it's very real. And an awful lot of people have said that they, they haven't um, they haven't read books for years, and they, and when they picked it up, they just loved it. And it's very it's 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 very true to life, and it's very they can associate with the people in it. And that, that's one of my main aims, really, because I've written about rural Ireland um, and the people in rural Ireland. Um, obviously, there are people that I know. Um, and the fact that I've gotten it across, my aim was to get it across, um, call it as it is. And my writing, my writing is very visual. And people have com- complimented me on that as well, and they've commented on it. So, all in all, it's it's um, it's gone very well. And it is dark, but there is... Um, Actually, the, just as I think of it, um, the local priest at home actually read the book. And off the altar one Sunday, he was um, said, a man here has written a book. And he said, I'd like to talk about it. And I didn't realise it was me. So he said, um, I usually read a book, he said, at night. But he said, I was reading this book, he said, and I couldn't sleep, he said, because of it, because I couldn't put it down. Yeah. So he said, I had to start reading it during the day. And he said, it's absolutely brilliant. So that was off the altar and it was a good kind of a reading off the altar, not like the old, the old days, you well, know. I, so. I, I tell you, that's certainly something a lot of authors don't get, the, th- the thumbs up from the pulpit. Well, <laughs> um, that's, uh, yeah, that was that one. And, and people are actually, people actually rang me um, and they said, when is part two coming out? 
So part two is in, in progress at the moment and that's hopefully that'll be if not this year definitely next year it'll be out. That's, okay so that's it's, the plan. it's almost be, um, you say part two but I suppose you consider these two to be w- one book the, the second part two of part one we'll call it the, the follow up to Underbelly The Truth About Lies The Fatal Consequences of Deceit is the second book but it is mm. part of the overall story as you say uh, split it into two it is but it's not It's. it's it, I suppose that was wrong um, I misled you there it's not related I, I pulled two totally different characters out of um, two, two main characters out of the, out of the okay, book ok so they're separate stories that they're aren't separate stories okay. they are um, even though the second one is, is based in, in Kerry as well and can I ask you about that because <clears> the, these two books are are based in Kerry. I don't know if the third one is going to be based there. But what uh, you're, you're, it will be. You're you're from Limerick. So what is it about the kingdom that appeals to you in terms of setting a story there? Um, I, I've I've realised that my writing really is is um, is about it is about light and dark. And like most writers, um, you you realise what you're at. After a while, and you're right, and I think really is is a representation of yourself. And I found myself down the years that if I went to bed with an issue in my mind, I'd wake up with a story, or I'd be able to add into the book. So the um, Kerry aspect is because the book is very dark, like you say, and Kerry is a beautiful place, is one of the most beautiful places in the country and the world, as we know. Um, and to have the kind of stuff that was happening in Kerry happening balances the dark against the light. But that and contrast, yeah. There's a huge contrast there. And what I think, to be honest with you, it's real. It's real. And it, it is representative of, of Ireland in general. I know it's not a very bad place, but um, like you say, I'm I'm taking up my time is taking up with thinking about the light and the dark and, okay. and that kind of stuff. Well, um, it's certainly you're getting uh, lots of uh, praise from all corners, as you say, being compared uh, to the Playboy, the Western World, uh, John Banville as well. I know Billy Keane, the the great writer, has um, uh, gave, given praise. And <laughs> when the local priest is uh, breaking uh, <coughs> into praise during the, the yeah. middle of mass, you know you're doing something right. Um, you. Um, are trying to kind of, I suppose, uh, highlight these books for a Clare audience, and I'm sure there will be one. Um, is the book on sale anywhere in Clare? Are you doing it? Have you done any book signings, or will you be? Um, it's it's on sale at the moment in Bourne Books and in Estimon and Kilrush, um, and I hope to be doing a book signing there during during February. Um, I, the date hasn't been clarified yet, um, and I will be going into the bookshop in Innes today with the books as well. Um, they've they've taught me that um, if I can get the word out they'll, they'll take the books off of me Well this is you getting the word out there yeah. and uh, Tom uh, we I'm sure this won't be the last time we'll be speaking to you um, keep an eye out for the two books in uh, bookstores in Clare and in Ennis uh, Underbelly and The Truth About Lies The Fatal Consequences of Deceit Just um, on, on the point there of um, the writing is, um, it's something I, I actually neglected to mention I actually used to write a lot of um, letters to the newspapers um, and not, not angry letters just trying to contribute maybe to, to things down the years and um, I realised there in the last this book uh, A Life in Trauma Dr Chris Luke he'd be a very well known yeah. contributor to the political programmes on television but he actually gave me a mention in his book for one of my letters and he said it was um, a political plaudit and he um, he uh, praised myself and Mary Harney in the same breath and said that I gave him a huge shot in the arm 
for uh, writing the book and for for coming out about different things. Now he's very um, very involved in the drugs and yeah. talking about drugs. My books as well. The second one definitely okay. is tied into the drugs as well in, in in Ireland. So there's a connection there. And okay. um, that, like I say, I gave him a shot in the arm. He gave me a shot in the arm as well in the mention there. So okay, well, nice to mention him. Well, look, uh, we look forward to speaking to you again, Tom. I'm sure around uh, book number three. Uh, but we wish you the best with the two books, particularly um, getting a, a clear audience for them. Thanks very much for joining us on Thanks Morning Focus. Thanks for having me, Alan. Thank you very much.